Welcome to the Do What You Love show, the place where musicians, artists and entrepreneurs share their inspiring stories and advice on how to succeed in the music business. Every week you'll receive new insights and tips on how to grow your following, get more gigs and make a living in today's rapidly changing music industry. Thanks for tuning in with us. Now, let's begin the show and do what we love. Hey guys, welcome back. My name is Steve Jazz. And I'm Michelle Kroll. How are you doing? And this is the Do What You Love show. So today, I'd like to share with you a little bit about my experience as an entrepreneur and what I've discovered and how music marketing is not the answer to making a sustainable living in today's new music industry. So what about what do I mean by music marketing? Well, a lot of musicians out there and artists want to get the latest you know strategy on how to gain 10,000 likes on Facebook and followers and it's all about gaining followers and gaining followers what's so, wrong with that well it's nothing wrong with it the problem is the expectations around gaining followers and understanding the whole business model so if I was to just explain to you in three basic steps how a business works well from the infancy stage of of actually finding a product and developing that product, we need to identify a value in the marketplace. What does that mean? Cool. So the marketplace, you want to, let's talk about the marketplace. The marketplace is a series of people training via relationships. Okay. And it's a trade of values from one person's values to the next. Okay. So if I have something of value, it might be, let's say I need my boots cleaned. Mm-hmm. or my, my leather soles uh, resold. Well, you know, in the market, my job is to go out and look for the person that can help me with my problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's essentially the market is a series of people with different values and skill sets training to help each other. That's it. So if it was a physical marketplace, basically as an artist, we also have to find our little booth where we can sell whatever... We hope that that makes people happier or more exactly. fulfilled or whatever. Yeah, exactly. We need to position ourselves. We need to have a product. We need to have value. We need to be really clear on that value, and that so that leads me into the so three steps. The first step is to understand your value. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, as musicians, we talk about talent. So having a talent is one thing, but being able to understand how that is of value to another person is another thing totally. So just being a good musician might only get you gigs, okay? But getting gigs can only take you so far, okay? So professional musicians earning over, say, 50 to 100K and above are not just relying solely on, you know, doing gigs five nights a week, mm-hmm. okay? It's possible for some, but it's not a sustainable and it's not a scalable option if you want to turn into a music business. Soon enough, you're going to want a family and, you know, buy investments, buy a home, let that money basically make you money while you sleep, okay, and make passive income and let money work for you eventually so that you're not a slave to money. Secondly is uh, presenting your value. So your ability to articulate this in, in the marketplace and to go out and actually articulate your unique gifts and, and, and talents and services will determine how successful you become. Mm-hmm. in this game of business. Step three is then selling that. So selling, when I use the word selling, it simply is in this alignment of values. So your job as a 
musician or as a professional entrepreneur is to essentially develop, find a product, develop, uh, find a, a need, find the niche and present that problem to that particular niche and also use selling systems or essentially offers, okay, because that's where we're releasing, we're giving people the opportunity to actually take what we have and and then receive. So it's a, it's, it's a moment when you're ready to give and to receive. And so for a lot of people, there are a lot of hang-ups around selling as well. And this sort of comes back down to, you know, whether you're, if you had experience as a young child dealing with money or whether the mum and dad have been, you know, the financial controllers for the whole life, you've gone into school, you've gone into university, they've paid for the whole thing, you've gotten a part-time job, you know, which has gotten you so far. But when you had to become fully independent and understand the monetary system within your own life, for many people, especially for musicians that I work with, that doesn't happen until their late 20s, if not early 30s. Mm. And so... It's, um, it's, it could be a daunting thing for a lot of people. And not to mention the selling aspect is really that ability to, to kind of, you know, we call it hustle in, in, in entrepreneur world. And um, your hustle is kind of your ability to a- accept rejection and is to really be persistent in what you believe in and what your offerings are. Because we're going to get rejected. We're going to reje- get rejected a lot. And until you do your research and identify the people who really need your service, you're going to get rejected. So your hustle continues to grow in that process. Mm. And again, it's something that musicians really ever encounter. I mean, think about it. How was your experience, you know, being signed to Universal and touring? Did you have to go out and, and, and sell and pitch your, your, your services? Definitely not in the way that that I would call it selling. It was, I think it's, it's, it's something that musicians do without knowing you know talking to fans or signing autographs but i think we do that more for ego reasons and also to to kind of please our our audience but i think um if we present it in a better way in a more structured way you know like when we talk about professional musicians having meet and meets meet, meet and greets right that are actually upsell opportunities from regular tickets right having deluxe the, the content um you know on, on the fan club side or whatever so i think that's definitely not something that i have done for a long time but um so when when people like looking, okay, we've, we find our values. Well, we, we have something to offer. We know how to present that on, on, on stage, um, off stage, and maybe have a product to sell on online and, um, and, and receiving money from that. But like, is there anywhere where we can like get in contact with you when we have questions? Is there, is there a system in place? Because right now you kind of given us a little bit of information, but what do we do to really get hands-on on that because I think we're all keen on making a living what we do and kind of like if you're watching that or listening to that guys you're probably in that state that you're thinking about well, monetizing your, your your craft and 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 getting more into the solopreneurial entrepreneurial side of things so what do we do what's the next step from here so just in taking back to the first step so discovering your value really requires you to sit down with a pen in hand or in front of your laptop and really get clear on your talents, your gifts, and also then looking at the marketplace and seeing where that could be of service. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about the different types of uh, income streams and as a musician these days, or as any sort of creative entrepreneur, you've obviously got your music, but your music is not your majority um, main income stream. So we're looking at merchandise, we're looking at ticket sales. You know, with a ticket... We're selling an experience. 
okay? So you have to understand that when you think about selling an experience, you're selling the feelings that come with that experience. You know, and I, and I use this analogy of the Guns N' Roses concert I went to, I think, last year. I was reliving my youth. And so this is what a lot of the older, you know, 80s and 90s big bands are doing because they're essentially, you know, targeting the same crowd. And the reason why they love attending and getting out and experiencing these concerts is because they're going to relieve, relieve their youth. They're going to be around the same group of people they shared all these beautiful memories with. You have to understand this is where your your research and um has to go to, to, to sort of the next level and understanding the drivers of your audience and, and the needs, okay? Because as a musician, especially for myself, you know, spending five to eight hours a day practicing in the studio, my understanding was that the better I become right here on this thing, the more value I would offer people, mm-hmm. okay? Once you've done your 10,000 hours and once you've, you're confident in your product and you have an act or a product, it's time to go out and sell that, okay? So, you know, but again... Don't limit yourself because you'll find that if you've got other services or skill sets that you can offer, uh, like, for example, even managing events, um, tours, you know, like negotiating, dealing with venues, dealing with people. If, you're, if, if, you're, if you find that you just love talking to people in general and helping people, you know, you might be the type of person that starts to look at managing tours, not just for yourself, but perhaps all your support acts and becoming a bit of, you know, a tour or an agent, um, or, you know, some kind of a, yeah, company. But you then have to start to also look at um, selling. Okay, so the third step is selling. And selling really is the hustle component, which we talked about earlier. Um, But there are different types of selling strategies and selling systems that you will learn. So just guys, musicians listening to this, you have to understand this has nothing to do with your music. And I want to get this clear. You know, when I discovered these tools, when I discovered personal development at 26, I realized that I had value and I realized what my true calling was within the music industry. And I combined my passion with music with another very high uh, value of mine, which was personal development and, you know, universal laws. And so because I was inspired by both of those, I kept looking for ways to amalgamate those two and find people that needed that. And essentially what I've done is I've created a system for saving myself and now I'm saving others with that system. Mm -hmm. By saving, I mean helping others create music businesses um, and six-figure music businesses, so using these tools. Okay, now I work in the industry, I still gig, I, you know, I enjoy it occasionally. I have a family. I have a you know, wife and two kids, and you know, and I've started to um, build up my investment um, home investment portfolio at the moment. Now that lifestyle for me is of highest value for me right now. So I'm not interested in doing five nights a week and gigging. So you're going to find that as you grow older, your interests and your values will change, and you have to continually adapt with those. But make sure you're not limiting yourself by being narrow-minded and thinking one way in your offerings, like I was for most of my 20s. Okay. So if people have more questions, how how can they get in contact with you? Shoot us an email, write to us on Facebook. We'd love to reach out and help you. So what we do here 
is we run free discovery interviews all the time. So if you want one of us to sit with you and go through your, your plan and, and, and essentially help you with some of these problems that you're having and looking for ways to monetize your unique gifts and talents, we'll sit down, we'll actually put a bit of a blueprint together of how that would work and, and show you the, the tools that we've used to basically help you create a living doing what you love and monetize uh, your following. And it's actually created a genuine following to begin with based on your authentic values and also a very relative marketing strategy we use these days, which is um, story branding. All right, so we have to present your value, we have to find our value, we have to present it, and that usually comes in the form of a website, uh, some interviews, obviously all your media, and then it's about going out and selling that and reaching out to people and not being afraid to reach out and help people. I think that's it, right? If we help people, we, we will be helped. Exactly, then there's an exchange. So guys, I hope that is giving you lots of value and things to think about in your journey to becoming an entrepreneur uh, or essentially making a living doing what you love. Until then, do what you love and we'll see you soon.